Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America. On air and on the World Wide Web, this is The Rob Carson Show. And I guarantee it'll be the most eye-opening, informative, and funny show, or your money back. Welcome to it, guys. It's uh, Tuesday. Tomorrow night is the big uh, first Republican debate. And uh, no debate for Joe Biden because he's going to be the candidate. And if you're a Democrat, you don't have a choice. So there you go. Congratulations. Welcome to America in 2023. Here they are. These are the uh, the Republicans who are going to be on the debate stage. They all qualified for the debate tomorrow night, which I will be watching, by the way. They're hoping for a breakout star. A breakout star. And I'm not talking about the kind of breakout that Chris Christie does, you know, when he wears shorts. It says right there between the legs. No, no, no. This is different. It's completely different. Uh, Let me see. We've got uh, Doug Burnham, who is the governor of North Dakota. All right. So uh, there you go. Uh, Chris Christie is going to be there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ron DeSantis, of course, will be there. Uh, Nikki Haley, Asa Hutchinson from uh, Arkansas is going to be there. Uh, Vice President Mike Pence, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Senator Tim Scott. They're all going to be there. It's kind of like a, uh, uh, you know, if you went to a battle of the bands, and uh, those were the bands, and then uh, Zeppelin. Uh, was the was the main act. So the, the main act, Zeppelin, won't be at the show, but the, the Battle of the Bands <laughs> continues. This is RNC spokesperson uh, Ronna McDaniel said, the RNC is excited to showcase our diverse candidate field and the con- uh, conservative vision to beat Joe Biden on the debate stage Wednesday night. So it's in Milwaukee or Milwaukee uh, as uh, Bill and Ted's. No, it wasn't Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It was, uh, what was that movie? It was... Uh, Anyway, uh, yeah, so Wednesday, Milwaukee is when this is happening, so that's pretty cool. Um, I'm going to get to a lot of, of serious stuff today. We've got a lot of things to talk about um, with regard to um, Maui and uh, the, the face plant that Joe Biden did yesterday. It really was. It was, uh, it, was really, uh, it was really, really telling and not very surprising, but I think for many people, his response to uh, this was, um, was tone deaf, and, uh, and I think it's really going to harm him very badly, uh, as though he could take much more because of all the uh, inquiries, the uh, the illegality in his life, the millions of dollars uh, selling influence, et cetera, and all of this. His reaction to East Palestine and now Maui uh, is not going to, it's not going to end well for Joe Biden. I'm telling you, it's not going to. If you think that this is going to be another 2024 or another 2020, you think it's going to be another 2016, well, if you haven't figured it out already, it's completely different. Everything is different about this race. Nothing, we've never seen anything like it. So if you think that, you know, maybe if you're hosting the debate tomorrow night on Fox, which I believe is Martha McCollum and Brett Baer, uh, they're going to ask the typical questions. What are you going to do about Social Security? Well, my five-point plan has a whatever, and when I get to D.C., I won't do anything about it, because that's what we do when we're in the GOP. Oh, well, what about, uh, what are you going to do about, uh, uh, you know, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Well, I, you know, here's my plan, and when I get to Washington, D.C., we're not going to do anything. And that's basically what happens. 
So uh, that's uh, that's tomorrow night. But uh, I mentioned yesterday, and we discovered that Joe Biden, on top of everything else, is using uh, aliases. I mean, this is without a doubt. He's using aliases. He's using fake names so he can be CC'd on emails to Hunter and not be, you know, Joe Biden. But it's fairly obvious that it is uh, that is Joe Biden. And uh, yesterday I proposed that uh, we suggest names for some of the players in Washington, D.C., because we know that Joe Biden was uh, J.R.B. Ware, Joseph Robinette Biden Ware. We found out that Barack Obama had a, an, an alias that he used. It was something really stupid. It was like Obama 1977. It was like, oh, we'll never figure this one out. Uh, let me see. Susan Rice, maybe. I don't know what. But anyway, I came up with a couple of them. Uh, that I think would be perfect if we're going to uh, officially start referring to Washington, D.C. insiders by uh, by pseudonyms. And here are just a couple of them. Uh, for instance, John Fetterman. John Fetterman. What would his name be? I would suggest Lurch Tarzan. Okay, because he, uh, he uh, looks like Lurch from uh, the Adams family, although he looked like a very tall, bald police officer yesterday. He's got that cop stash going, and that's kind of an insult to police officers everywhere. So uh, Lurch Tarzan, and he does speak like Tarzan. He's like, uh, pass, uh, law, good, huh, you know. Um, there's that. Let me see what else. Nancy Pelosi. What do you suppose Nancy Pelosi's uh, pseudonym would be? I'm saying DeVille West. DeVille West. Why is that? Is it Kanye West? No, 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 no. DeVille like Cruella DeVille and, uh, and West like the Wicked Wish of the West. Because, <clears throat> uh, you know, she's got flying monkeys that do her bidding. Mitch McConnell, I thought about this, could be uh, Phil Raphael. Why Phil Raphael? Well, because Punxsutawney Phil, who's very sleepy and only appears uh, once a year, and, uh, and Raphael is one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So he's a turtle that only shows up every once in a while. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Chuck Schumer. How about Weasley Cobblepot? Like uh, Ron Weasley and uh, the Penguin from uh, Batman movies. And if you just look at him and hear him talk, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, the DHS secretary. A good, uh, good pseudonym for Alejandro Mayorkas would be Gargoyle Gollum. I, I'll just go ahead and explain it to you. He looks like a gargoyle, and when he talks, he sounds a lot like... Gollum. So there's that. Uh, Janet Yellen. Um, clueless mushroom. Uh, the reason being is she's clueless with regard to all of her policies, like uh, the movie Clueless. And she looks like a mushroom because she does. You ever see one of those white button mushrooms? That's exactly what she looks like. She looks like a mushroom in a pantsuit. <clears throat> and, uh, and she also did uh, hallucinogenic mushrooms in China, and nobody noticed any difference. So there's that. And finally, I'm thinking the best, uh, the best pseudonym <coughs> that I could come up with is, pardon me, <coughs> uh, Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff. What do you suppose that Adam Schiff's uh, pseudonym should be? I came up with Pez number two. Uh, and the reason being is he looks like a Pez dispenser with a number two pencil for a neck. And that's why I think it's absolutely perfect. Those are pseudonames. Jim Gossett, right here. Why did Biden use an alias? I would never eat candy out of Adam Schiff's neck. Hiding his corruption was Joe's aim. Yeah, it's becoming obvious. It's absurd to believe otherwise. Joe used it when he did his crooked dealing with Ukraine. That's why Biden had a phony name. Turd Ferguson. Oh, no, that was Saturday Night Live. Robert. 
Robert L. Peters. <laughs> Peters don't exist. How about you, Peters? <clears throat> what? You? Robert and Joe Biden are the same. Could have used Tiny. Tiny is a nickname. Peters. Joe had some other fake names like Robin and J.R.B. <laughs> Joe wants no one to know it. That's why he wouldn't show it. And that's why Biden used a phony name. Uh, pretty remarkable, and the mainstream media is uh, is starting to get it. Um, and it's really not them getting it; they've gotten it all the time, uh, all along. They know what's going on. They know that Joe Biden is corrupt. They've covered up for him. It's very clear. Nobody's this clueless in a country that has the First Amendment. It's just what they choose to uh, to share with the public. That's it. So when uh, Jake Tapper says, you know, I think maybe the Republicans were right, uh, he's uh, just saying what he's known all along, but the evidence is becoming so profound and so massive that it can't be denied anymore, and you just look like a fool if you still act ignorant. But unfortunately, there are a lot of people in the mainstream media who don't care how foolish they look. Joy Reid, have you seen her hair lately? She's unbelievable. Anyway, then uh, then yesterday was kind of funny because Joe Biden headed off to uh, Hawaii. Uh, it was a it was a stop. It was a it was a place they had to refill before his uh, his vacation in Lake Tahoe in a fifteen million dollar house, which he says he is paying a market rate to rent. And from what I can gather and what I heard last night with Rob Schmidt and others, uh, that means between a hundred and one hundred fifty thousand dollars for the week. So there you go. That's that's you know what that is. That is a, a vacation that you and I we we do that right? Don't we do that? And we just occasionally just you know find what. Our billionaire friends and ask him, hey, hey, can we have your fifteen million dollar compound for the weekend? We'll pay you market rate. Oh, really? It's one hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars. But for you, Joe, uh, we'll just we'll just call it free. So <laughs> anyway, he got a really uh, he got a chilly reception in uh, in Hawaii yesterday, and and this is. <clears throat> You remember back when Joe Biden first started and, you know, he got 81 million votes and everything and everybody just loved him and all that. And they just asked him about ice cream the first summer of his presidency. Remember that? Yeah, that's kind of gone away because uh, people realize how uh, absolutely corrupt a guy is. And and then in sports stadiums, people started chanting, uh, bleep Joe Biden. Remember that? Yeah. And then there was a, uh, a play-by-play announcer for a, a race, and uh, and she, uh, you know, the crowd was shouting FJB. And uh, she said, oh, I think they're saying, let's go Brandon, because the car driver was Brandon somebody. I don't, I'm not a, I don't, I don't follow NASCAR. Sorry, don't take it personally. Um, but uh, anyway, so that that happened. So that kind of gave you an idea what Americans thought of Joe Biden just a few months in to his presidency, and now things have gotten a whole heck of a lot worse. Over to my right, there are a bunch of people out here. They've been here for hours. A bunch of them are protesting. They have their makeshift signs, cardboard signs. A lot of them saying, as we've been talking about, that uh, he's too late. Some of them feel that he should have been here much earlier. Other signs that say actions speak louder than words. So hearing a lot from the people here, as well as Hawaiian flags. And then... He went on to 
do some things yesterday that, I mean, honestly, I it made what he did and how he treated the Gold Star families, greeting their sons and daughters' bodies in Delaware after the uh, the Afghan withdrawal. Remember that testimony in California a couple weeks ago where the Gold Star family said, Joe Biden said all of these awful things and uh, and then treated them like dirt? That, that actually now kind of pales to comparison, by comparison to what happened yesterday. I'm going to share that. I'm going to share that coming up. I've got a a bunch of audio I want to get to, including the uh, the uh, absolutely, I mean, profoundly incompetent people running the island of Hawaii. Mayor, governor, person in charge of the water supply, uh, person in charge of safety. Honestly, wow, just wow. Uh, it is uh, it is remarkable what happened. I did I did want to grab one thing <clears throat> because what I. Uh, what I've been trying to do on the show is uh, bring you all of the information that the other shows bring and the in-depth analysis, blah, 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 that sounds boring, but a perspective on it that is unique and I think leads a lot of conservative talk. I think it does. And then also to be funny, right? And, and I keep telling you every day, I know we get down and everything. And we, we, we're getting slapped around, and, and Donald Trump's got to report to jail on Thursday, and, and, and all of that's going to collapse. All of it's going to collapse. All of it is going to collapse under its absolute corruption and absurdity. It's all going to come down on the left, on the deep state, on both parties in Washington, D.C. It's all coming down. And I like to say that when Joe, when Joe Rogan says something, that's when America gets it. I mean, I could say all of this stuff months ago, but until Rogan checks in, because he's, he's center-left and I'm, I'm conservative, but by the time it gets to Rogan, that's like rubber stamp, everybody's going to hear about it. And here is what Ro- Joe Rogan says about what's coming, and I agree, and we should be happy about it. You are at the precipice of unstoppable great change. And I think it's going to hit us like a tsunami. And I think we're just really fortunate to be alive at this time. Yes. Where the whole world is. I've told you this. I told you we're lucky to be alive to see all of this, this unbelievable corruption uncovered so we can do something about it. Shift in, in a really wild way. And I think one of the things you're seeing from whether it is these um, corporations or these uh, government entities that are trying to control narratives, this is like them trying to grasp at the, the last bits of control yes. that are potentially available. Yes. But I think inevitably they're going to lose. I do too. And uh, it doesn't help when you have a guy going to Hawaii and delivering a tone-deaf address to people who have lost loved ones and everything they own. Here's the number, guys. It's 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is a Tuesday edition of The Rob Carson Show. Over to my right, there are a bunch of people out here. They've been here for hours. A bunch of them are protesting. They have their makeshift signs, cardboard signs. A lot of them saying, as we've been talking about, that uh, he's too late. Some of them feel that he should have been here much. There were a lot of people saying uh, bleep Joe Biden in, uh, in Maui yesterday because it's two weeks late. And uh, he said no comment for a couple of days. Now, I'm going to mention something, and, and this is the awful truth about this, and I am in no way, shape, or form meaning to disparage anything, but I'm telling you something big and awful is going to be announced, and we're going to find out that a lot of kids died. We're going to find out that a lot of children 
died in this. And I'm not hearing this on the national media. I mean, I'm hearing from people on the ground in, uh, in Maui that the, uh, the federal government is keeping the media out. But they've got 800-plus people missing, and many of them are children who were at home because the schools were out, and mom and dad were working two or three jobs. And so for Joe Biden to show up yesterday in Maui, and, and for some inane reason, and I, you explain to me, if you, are you a psychologist if you are, what is this? Is this narcissistic personality disorder? Is this a sociopath? Is this a man who just uh, has severe dementia? I don't recall my Uncle Virgil, my Aunt Colleen, my grandma, uh, any of them. Uh, this callous and awful. All right, but this is Joe Biden, and he is—you know—he's wearing a lay, and he's over there, and he starts rambling. First of all, he fell asleep during one meeting. He mumbled through another meeting. They had to take him off stage. He didn't know what direction he was walking, and then he made it all about himself and his house fire that he wasn't there for in Delaware that was put out in 20 minutes with minimal damage. I don't want to. Compare difficulties, but we have a little. Then why are you doing it? It's Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. Years ago, now 15 years ago, I was in Washington doing Meet the Press. It was a sunny Sunday. I'm sure that's what many of uh, the Maui parents were doing. And lightning struck at home on a little lake that's outside of our home, not a lake, a big pond, and hit a wire and came up underneath our home. That's kind of exactly what happened in Maui. The heating ducts, the air conditioning duct. To make a long story short. Oh, please do. I almost lost my wife, my no, 67 Corvette, oh, boy. and my cat. But all kidding aside. How, why are you kidding in the first place? Why, why, why are you kidding? We have, <clears throat> we have a combination of 9-11 meets Pompeii. And you decided to make it about you. But, uh, but he wasn't done. He, he wasn't done. This is another appearance yesterday. America's deadly wildfire, deadliest wildfire in over a century. And Jill and I have what's left, uh, walk Front Street was left of it. We've surveyed the damage from the air as well. The devastation is overwhelming. To date, 114 dead hundreds of people gonna... and we're going to think about it all the way to our next vacation in tahoe before i remember when i got the call my first wife and daughter i was a young senator and i got a call in washington i hadn't been sworn in yet i wasn't old enough and i was hiring oh staff my god what what at teddy kennedy's office and i got a phone call saying from my fire department and the young first responder kind of panicking you got to come home there's been an accident so what I, I, I can't take it anymore and then there's a Biden spokesperson yesterday, Biden spokesperson on Air Force One. Her name is uh, uh, Olivia Dalton. And, and she said that Joe Biden has been there since day one, even though even though he didn't arrive until uh, day 14. Here she is. How is the president been preparing for what could be a, a tough reception uh, when he meets with survivors and first responders today?
intends to stand with them and make sure that uh, that he communicates to them that uh, not only have we been there since day one, has he been there since day one, but as he said, yes, just yes. Yeah, you weren't there since day one. That's just a lie on top of uh, making it about yourself. Oh, it gets worse. The governor of Hawaii shows that he's high on something. Must be some of that Maui Wowie we used to talk about when I was in high school. 800-922-6680. More of the Rob Carson Show right ahead. Hey, guys, it's Carson. I want to tell you about every plate. As you know, one of the greatest pleasures of my life is cooking for my family. But it's also a huge time-consuming pain in the rear end. Now you can have your meals delivered to your door, and you can spend less time meal prepping or packaging lunches for kids. I've used almost every meal delivery and preparation service. Some are good, some are bad. Every plate is the best. Every plate gives you more bang for the buck and is designed to take much less time out of your schedule for dinner. Every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping with no hidden fees, so you only pay for what you need. Choose every plate over takeout to save money while still enjoying quick, satisfying meals. Their meals are up to 50% cheaper than other meal kits. Every plate is the easiest way to eat affordably. Every plate has 26 tasty and affordable recipes that change every week, including 15-minute or less dinners and dinner-to-lunch dishes. Get $149 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49NEWSMAX. Again, $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49NEWSMAX. We've surveyed the damage from the air as well. The devastation is overwhelming. To date, 114 dead, hundreds of people unaccounted for. I remember when I got the call, my first wife and daughter, I was a young senator, and I got a call in Washington. I hadn't been sworn in yet. I wasn't old enough. And I was hiring staff in the Capitol at Teddy Kennedy's office. And I got a phone call saying from my fire department and a young first responder, kind of panicking. you got to come home. There's been an accident. So what happened? He said... Uh, there was a fire, and we managed to put it out, and nobody was hurt except for your cat. And your Corvette is fine. Just like Maui. I just uh, tweeted. I just tweeted. That's what I did during the show. I do these things. I have a, I, I'm easily distracted. Uh, Joe Biden arriving in Maui and comparing the destruction and loss of life to his minor house fire in Delaware would be like someone showing up to the site of the World Trade Center disaster and saying it reminded them of uh, losing at a game of Jenga. That's what it reminded me of yesterday. It's uh, as tone deaf it could possibly be. And uh, Maui knew. Joe screwed Hawaii. This is making fun of Joe. Nobody yeah. wants him there. Jim Gossett is who this is, but they know Joe Biden doesn't care. Where's Barack Obama? He lived he there. He got flipped off. Folks were yelling FJB. Not free. Is sleepy Joe too blind to see? FJB. <laughs> he lied about some little kitchen fire. Yeah, bacon grease or something. Nothing you say is true. 
Joe Biden, Hawaii, is sick of you. Yeah, go enjoy your vacation in uh, Lake Tahoe. Uh, apparently, Hunter Biden was already there. I'm not, I'm not kidding. He was already there. And uh, the problem was he uh, he misunderstood where he was staying. He just heard the word "ho." Uh, anyway, that's what I that's what I heard. I could be wrong. Uh, he could have been talking about Reno. It's a town uh, there in Nevada. Could have been. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, here's uh, uh, you know I, I compared this uh, the last couple of weeks. Um, Joe Biden has said a lot of things that are uh, bizarre, heartless, uh, unplugged detached uh victor davis hansen put together this uh last week i shared this biden is the worst president in the last hundred years if you think about it if a man will lie about how his wife died to defame an innocent truck driver what else would he not do if he'll lie about how his son died and claim he died in iraq what else will he do i say this as a father of a man who won the broad star the conspicuous service medal and lost his life in iraq if he'll lie about his college records what else will he do if biden now concedes he did not graduate in the top half of his law school class if he'll steal a speech from a british politician and take it as his own on national campaign what else will he do why is it that my wife is sitting out there in the audience is the first in her family in her family in a thousand generations to be able to get the university he lies about everything everything he said that he took the amnesty program for student loans to congress and it only we only had two votes no you didn't even try to do that yeah, there you go. That is uh, who is our president right now. And if you don't believe me, this is uh, a woman, uh, uh, Cheryl Rex. Her son was murdered by uh, a Taliban terrorist when Joe Biden removed us unceremonial, unceremonial from uh, and sorry, I left. Try it again. Unceremoniously from uh, Afghanistan. Uh, here is what uh, she says Joe Biden said to her when he greeted her as she stood uh, waiting for her son's remains to be flown back. I was told to pack an overnight bag and be ready to go to Delaware for a dignified transfer to receive my son's body. Myself and the other families of our 13 were awaiting for the plane arrival to the United States. When Joe Biden, our elected president, entered the room, when he approached me, his words to me were, my, my wife, Jill, and I know how you feel. We lost our son as well and brought him home in a flag-draped coffin. My heart started beating faster, and I started shaking knowing that their son died from cancer and they were able to be by his side. How would you feel if you got the most powerful person in the country standing in front of you saying that, and you are in the middle of, of the throes of grief, I mean, just beginning to happen. Your, your son had died less than 48 hours previously, and this guy shows up trying to relate to you and then lying about his experience who does that honestly who the hell does that it is uh it is just remarkable this is uh, uh tucker carlson did a terrific interview with uh colonel douglas mcgregor and whenever mcgregor is on tv he's been on newsmax lately he's just incredible uh worked in the uh, trump administration and he has a real deep understanding of what's going on in the world i've got a couple of sound bites later in the show he made about uh about Ukraine that I think are, are fascinating, but this is what he had to say about uh, Joe Biden and Hawaii. I know that $700 isn't going to take care of a family for very long. Yeah, in case you had missed it, Joe Biden got uh, one, every household, one household, got $700 from FEMA. 
A one-time payment. But in the meantime, hundreds of millions, billions of dollars continue to flow into this black hole called Ukraine, which I think is an exercise in fraud, deceit, and criminality, to be blunt. So when's it going to stop? When are we going to take care of Hawaii? Uh, let's go back to Ohio, where we had the derailment oh, yeah. and the chemical spill. Oh, yeah. 4,000 human beings living in this area. The water is still not fit to drink, as I understand it. We wouldn't even invest the money to move those people to a safer area. Nope. Even if it meant temporary housing or permanent housing until this thing was cleaned up. What have we done? This is the problem. It is America last on every level. I haven't been to Hawaii in a long time. There you go. And uh, people get it. And this was it, man. This was, I got to tell you, <laughs> this was like, the, this is it. You got all these uh, the left-leaning Hawaiians. And, and God bless Hawaii, by the way. I've spent some time in Hawaii. We had good friends who had a place in Kauai. And, and I got to know Kauai and drive around. I got to go to Kong Radio. Got to go to Kong Radio. Visited the big radio station. It was a blast. And the sense of community on all of the islands is remarkable. In these little beautiful towns like Lahaina, uh, in, uh, we, my friends live near uh, uh, Princeville and this beautiful little town in the tight-knit community, beautiful little Catholic church there that I went to a few times. It's just absolutely stunning. And, uh, and generally, uh, they vote very left-leaning. They, they end up, you know, what would they get? Like, uh, like this, this, uh, um, this governor of the state of Hawaii, Josh. It's Josh. Hey, Josh is the total, like the total governor, dude. Oh, yeah, Josh, man. We'll take care of everything, right? Listen to what this dipwad said. Because it's bad enough that you show up like Joe Biden and you try to relate something in your life to the disaster that they have, even though you've never experienced anything like this. Uh, you know, you had a house fire. A lot of people have house fires. Uh, a lot of people haven't put out. And, and for you to go to, you know, as I said, 9-11 meets Pompeii and uh, try to make it about you is, is ridiculous. But I want you to listen. They're also trying to make it about climate change, which is the, the butt is off that rose, too. Um, climate change didn't cause this. An idiot governor, an idiot mayor, uh, somebody in charge of the emergency response team asleep at the wheel, uh, making up excuses, uh, the water supply being uh, uh, controlled by a person who is woke and is more concerned about water equity and apparently thought maybe maybe there are too many white people uh, in uh, in Oahu or, or I should say Maui in, uh, in Lahaina, and so they didn't want to give them enough water to fight the fires. That's the only thing I can think of. But I want you to listen to this, this nonsensical, this is verbal vomit. This is, this is an involuntary uh, esophageal reflex of, of just nonsense, okay? So just be ready for it. Uh, this is the mayor of Hawaii, or the governor of Hawaii. Listen to what this fool had to say. With the siren system, um, you said to CNN on Monday and again on Tuesday that you believe some of the sirens were broken. When did you learn they weren't fully functional? Now, here's the problem. They didn't sound the sirens because the person who was in charge of the emergency response didn't do them because he said, oh, yeah, those are for a tsunami. And uh, people, if they hear that, they're going to run for the hills right into the fire because they'll hear the tsunami sirens, which, you know, is what you and I do, right? We immediately hear a government alarm and we run to our deaths. Uh, no, more from the governor. We assess every siren across the state on the first of the month, and then we ask people to update them and fix them to their abilities. You know, I, of course, I, as a person, as a father, as a 
doctors. I wish all the sirens went off. The challenge that you've heard, and it's... Wait, not, wait till he, he goes off mark here and strays into BS. ...excuse or explain anything. The challenge has been that historically those sirens are used for tsunamis. Uh, that's when I came to Hawaii 23 years ago, was told when I was living down near the shore. So it's usually tsunamis and hurricanes. Uh, for perspective, we've had six fires... Disregard the fire and the smoke over there. And the fact that there were no warnings a day ahead of time, which is what happens with tsunami warnings. Just forget that. Emergencies this August, we had six fire emergencies between 1953 and 2003. That's how, how fast things are changing. Listen... I know that there is debate out there of whether we should be talking about climate change or not. Yeah. Well, let's be real, world. Climate change is here. We are in the midst of it with a hotter planet and fiercer storms. Right. And it's bullcrap. You asked the question. I'm coming back to it right now. Do I wish those sirens went off? Of course I do. And I think that the answer that the, um, the emergency administrator from Maui, who's resigned, said was, of course, utterly unsatisfactory uh, to the world. Yeah. Well, why are you blaming it on climate change then? You know, I'm not sure what's worse, making it about yourself or making it about a bullcrap Marxist theory that has changed over the last 50 years and is never, has never resulted in the predictions they said it was going to result in. No Arctic ice. No, it didn't happen. Uh, temperature's going to be this hot. No, it didn't happen. Uh, this is going to happen. No, no, no. no. Manhattan's going to be under. No, no, no. All of those doomsday end of the world predictions, all of them have one, con- one thing in common, and that is, of course, none of them came true. Here's the mayor of Maui talking about the loss of life, particularly with children. This is uh, Jesse Waters last night, actually. Are there children that have been found, and is there any any hesitance to announce that? And by the way, the mayor of Maui is not saying anything about the death of the children. And he's being very he's being very uh, terse. He's covering something up. Uh, he's he's acting like he's ignorant of something, and he's supposed to be in charge. Because that'll obviously just be a different level of heartbreak. I don't know. I wish yes, I knew the answer. Do. How many children are missing? I you wish know. I knew the answer to that. I would be happy to answer that. You have no estimate as to how so, many children are missing? I guess Nothing? we can end this right now, if you guys want. Sorry. This is it one of the biggest takes. questions that the takes. people of Lahaina have, but it you don't want to answer. Them. It always Please. takes one or two Please. to ruin it for everybody. Please. So wait, wait. So the guy asks, he says, "How many uh, dead children are there?" And he goes, "Well, I'm not going to answer that." And you know, it just takes one reporter asking good questions to ruin it for everybody else. Oh boy! Now, now do you understand why the governor has already said there will be no criminal charges? It's because he already knows that some people are in some major hot water over this. And and I uh, would recommend to anybody in uh, our federal government that this be investigated for what it did this loss of life didn't have to happen people were completely out of their depth with what they do and were not prepared at all for this um let me see here i've got uh i want to do one more soundbite here oh oh this is great so alejandro mayorkas the the uh as i called him earlier the uh, gargoyle 
uh, Gargoyle, what was it? Uh, Gargoyle Gollum. Gargoyle Gollum is what he is. Gargoyle Gollum. That's his uh, pseudonym, Gargoyle, because he looks like a gargoyle and he acts like Gollum. Um, he, he, yesterday, after, you know, completely blowing up the southern border after creating a department of disinformation uh, after leading the charge to censor all speech that opposed with the government the last three years he decides that uh, we are going to be culturally sensitive with regard to the recovery not only are people unhappy about the local and state and county response and about the speed of it but also about sort of the perceived lack of communication from federal officials including the president who took a while to make a statement that was substantial Joe Biden waited five days to speak publicly about the Hawaiian wildfires. He relaxed at the beach, said yeah. he had no comment. This was the exact can, can same way he handled the Afghanistan I mean, I mean, can, can you imagine? Uh, you've got Pompeii meets 9-11, and he just goes right through his vacation in Delaware. ...where he waited six days to say anything, and then he congratulated himself. The Biden administration's main concern is this, that their disaster response is culturally sensitive. We are working with experts so that we are culturally sensitive to the needs uh, of individuals uh, on the island. We're doing everything that we can. Remember what Ronald Reagan said? The most dangerous thing you can hear is, I'm from the federal government. I'm here to help. Does that make sense now? Let's take a break and come back. It's the Rob Carson Show. For some of us, we were kind of sitting back waiting for help to arrive, and then nothing was sort of happening. We were just in shock. But what was that tipping point for you when you realized government is not going to be able to respond the way locals can? So when I started getting texts and messages from friends on the other side saying, hey, no one is here. Do you know anyone you can call? Now, the uh, federal government did the same damn thing in East Palestine. Ohio, and they still haven't fixed East Palestine, Ohio. They just let it disappear. Uh, Pete Buttigieg visited a week later. Joe Biden never visited East Palestine. And now, Maui. I don't know if they're trying to get ahead of the horror. Because what's going to happen the next few days? I'm just going to tell you, because I've been on the planet a little while, and I was a new father at uh, September the 11th. Uh, Weeks later, you started seeing full pages of victims' pictures in uh, newspapers around the country. And uh, the the pages of the papers are going to be filled with children in Maui. And I'm I'm not, uh, I'm being absolutely serious here. They're trying to get ahead of this. Because uh, I'm afraid of what we're going to learn. And, and, you know, there are times to be very serious, and this is very serious. And these buffoons are trying to cover their tracks. It's remarkable. Let's go to Claude in Arbutus, Maryland. Hello, Claude. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's up? Rob, look, I've been a firefighter for years, okay? And and what Joe Biden said about his house on fire and the firemen coming to him, calling him, they don't call no, we don't call nobody. We just put the fire out and go on our way. He's a liar man big time, and he's never been in an experienced a disaster like I have. I've been in Florida when we had these massive brush fires, and he ain't seen nothing compared to what we've seen. Yeah, yeah. And it makes you sick. To know oh, I know. Saying this to these people. It it's is. Uh, it, it's beyond tone deaf, isn't it, Claude? It's just worse than tone deaf, man. It's, it's, he just lies and lies and lies. Yeah. And, and like he said, he was somewhere. Oh, when the bridge came down in Philadelphia, he was there when the bridge came down. He wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I know, buddy. I get it. Thanks for the phone call. I do appreciate it. And then there's also this uh, media blackout. This is a, uh, a Maui Times reporter. This narrative that the media is lying about the reality of the Lahaina fire is incredibly frustrating for me because I am the media. I am the editor of Maui Times, and I have tried relentlessly to get direct information from the county of Maui as well as the Maui Police Department. Why? Why? Both entities have been radio silent and have not responded to any of my calls or emails over the past few days. Why? I also spoke to Maui police officers in person in Lahaina, and they all denied me my First Amendment right to freedom of the press by denying me access to Lahaina Town as well as denying me information. They even sent me on a wild goose chase trying to find their media coordinator who had conveniently gone home for the day by the time I found where he was supposed to be. Do you understand why people are so angry in this country? I do. Do you understand why a guy from Virginia could come up with a song about it and become the number one artist in the world? I do. It's true. I am an America first, liberty loving Latino. That's why I know this country is worth fighting for. That's why the Chris Salcedo Show will always tell you the truth. The Chris Salcedo Show for the news you need to know. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.